So what? So lo, let me ask this. Let me ask this. I'm just gonna throw. I'm just gonna spitball some stuff at you. Yeah, let's do it. What does it mean to look within? <laughs> Yeah, it's a good question. I, I think for myself, like looking within, there's it's an there, it's an element of awareness. So it's an element of of emotional, um, like my emotions, my thinking, um, and then really just my overall state of being, like my my own beingness. Like so, like for instance. Like, you could throw that mic at me right now, right? And, like, I might have some sort of reaction to it. But the looking within process would be like, okay, well, what actually took place there? And where did the reaction come from, right? So, like, I I might take that as you doing something to me, right? that's not what's happening right and so like looking within is recognizing the reality of the situation as best I can and the reality of the situation is not that you're doing anything to me but that you're expressing yourself right it's my job to look at how I would respond to that okay so like there was a story right um, and I can't remember which book I read this in it's a great story where there was a um the, the Buddha was on a like a hiking trip, right? And he was walking with these with these people, and there was one person in specifically that really made it his objective for the three day journey to make the Buddha miserable, right? Like he was annoyed at the fact that a person walking the earth could experience such contentment and presence, and so he goes takes it upon himself to just throw every flyer he can at the Buddha throughout this this three-day trek and three days go by and the guy's just putting every effort he can into getting this guy to react right like and nothing happened and so finally like at the end of the of the trek uh, the guy goes to the Buddha and he says to him he's like I have been so destructive uh, to you this entire time like how is it that you've been able to like maintain your just constant state of being the entire time. And the Buddha said, when you give someone a present and they don't accept it, whose present is it? When you give someone a gift and that person doesn't accept it, whose gift is it? Give someone a present and they don't accept it. Whose gift is it? Yours. Exactly. That's looking within. That's the within piece. Because the com the the common societal idea there might be that if like think of like uh, Christmas, right? Like we as kids, I go downstairs and like my the gift has the name on it. Right? It's got my name on that gift. So, like, I would think that that's my gift, but it's, it can't be mine until I actually accept it. So what he was saying there was that, um, Mm. because someone's giving something, that doesn't mean he has to accept it. And so he never accepted what the guy was giving. Mm. Damn. Right. So like that, that to me is the looking within piece is the recognition that, 
like whatever's happening to you or around, quote unquote to you or around you, whatever you feel yeah. disgruntled by yeah. is something that you're choosing to accept that you do not need to choose to yeah, accept. Yeah, consciously or unconsciously. It doesn't matter because I still am in a place of responsibility for my life. Mm. So, and if for whatever reason, like I, I don't think I'd be at a place that I could withstand a guy harassing me for three days, right? But in reflection, right, I could look at that and go, wow, like you were were in a pretty reactive state there. And you were actually accepting the guy's gifts. Like you were accepting what the guy was giving you. Mm. Like you were, damn, you were making, you were making it your own, right? And that to me is like, that's consciousness. That's, that's some form of awareness. That's an, that's an inside, that's an inside business, self-reflection, contemplation, just general awareness. So what, so let's get into the nitty gritty of that. What, what are you examining? You're examining your thoughts, your feelings, and your reactions or responses to the external world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I'm taking a look at that stuff. Okay, and you're, and, and you're observing it as it arises? Yeah, it, that can happen. Like, that, that can be... I've, I've had those experiences where, like, somebody, you know throws something at me like throws a gift at me or you know whatever and there's space there and I don't have to accept that like I can I can recognize what's going on like yeah I don't have to accept that Hmm. or I can recognize the fear or like the like before the before the reaction takes place like there's no more reaction there's a response so like that's the inside thing so like I can recognize anger, right? I can recognize fear. I can recognize, you know, unresolved and you, conflict. And you recognize these things as being flare-ups that are not the essential you, essentially. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's just it's just the it's just the condi- it's just the the conditioning that's reacting to the external f- circumstance. Mm. Yeah. And it sounds complicated, right? Like sitting here talking about it, like it can, it can come across complicated, but it's not. It's just, it's literally like the recognition that, okay, Peter's here sitting on the sofa, his right leg's crossed over his left, right? Leaning up against the coffee table. And I can feel the weight on my right foot and I can feel my hand on the sofa. I can feel my lips moving. And when I say certain words, I can feel my teeth hit my lips. Like things like like that's that's awareness. Yeah, that's a muscle that you've learned how to exercise. You're literally you're. It's almost as if you're you're observing you're observing the you're observing the entity of Peter. Yeah, and those are physical senses, right? That's a physical. Those are physical things. Right, right. But, but it's like, also inside. Yeah, emotional things. Like I can feel that. Uh, you know, prior to kicking this off, like there was an element of excitedness, and there was an element of trepidation, and there was an element of not knowing. Right, like all things that I can pick up on. Yeah. And you were, you were in your head going, Peter is experiencing yeah. excitement, trepidation, trepidation. And under- yeah, I just, you just pick up on them. Right. And then there's a multitude of things that I'm completely asleep of. Hence why I still can react. <laughs> wow. Right. <laughs> like one of my reaction things is like, and um, like I have a really challenging time with people that like breeze through stop signs when there's like, residential it's like a residential space yeah, yeah they, don't like, come, they don't come to full stop yeah and there's like kids playing and there's you know like stuff like that and i'm thinking like man just stop your car right 
and so that's the reaction. Like yeah. I'm, I'm thinking they're like doing something that affects me and they're, it's not like if you were to ask them, most people, I believe you were to ask them like, Hey, if there's kids around, like, do you think it's reasonable to stop your car at a stoplight or a, a stop sign? I think most people would say yes. Right. So like, I'm aware that that's not possible because the person driving their car isn't there when they're doing it. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're saying. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's just no, you know, like there might, and who knows, like the person might've just gotten broken up, you know, out of a relationship or something. And they're thinking about that. Or they did the double take head swivel where they really did look for kids real quick, but we didn't see them do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. So like that, that's not, that's not reality at all. Like that, that's just my, that's my reaction to it based on some idea that I have about it. Of safety in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I don't know if it really matters. It's just like, I look at that and say, well, when I'm driving around in a residential neighborhood and there's kids around, like I'm going to just stop my car. Yeah. 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 You know, do I do it all the time? Probably not. Yeah. Because sometimes we're asleep too. Yeah. I'm just, you know, floating around like a leaf, right? Like yeah. Just blown in the wind. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that, that to me is just the inside, that's the inside job. You know, it's the, it's the, it's the moment. It's the moment when I can look in the mirror and go, okay, well, what are you doing? Right. And also I just had this reaction. Where is this coming from and why? What is it about this reaction that is untrue? Yeah, exactly. And just, and just like, Again, like, not to sound like overly complicated, but like, just play with it. Like, just take a look at it. You know what's interesting? You can generally tell that a reaction is untrue if you're emotionally affected by it. Like, if if, if there's a rise of emotion. Yeah, exactly. Or a lowering, you can can basically tell that you're being irrational. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's, and yeah, there's loads of that. Like, there's a lot of that. But but it's also interesting. It's interesting because there's a full, full spectrum. There's the good spectrum, and then there's the negative or positive spectrum, and then negative sp- uh, spectrum, like the a feeling of intense infatuation with a with a female, or sure. or if you're yeah, uh, or if you're a woman to a male, right? That chemical infatuation. It's like oh wow, everything's brighter. Everything's my days are are more more enjoyable and all this stuff because this idea is in your head. Yeah, exactly. For now. For now, yeah. Yeah, for now. But, like, and, and that's an interesting point, too, because, like, there's certainly an element of chemistry that's involved with all of that, right? Like, the chemical makeup of uh, a human being. And, you know, like, there's a lot of research that's been done on how this stuff works, like, what what chemicals I'm I'm releasing based on, you know, my human experience. And so... So I watched this video where like those chemicals are there. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, there's a stimulus that comes in the form of an attractive person that engages them. Yeah. Conceivably and theoretically, it's possible to position ourselves to engage those chemicals regardless of the influence of another entity. Yeah. In essence, and this is like like uh, in essence, uh, it sounds. Cl- it sounds weird in my head. I'm going to say it out loud. I, I don't like how it sounds in my head, but fuck it. I'm going to say it out loud because <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Falling in love with reality. Right. Falling in love with what is. Right. Making friend with reality. Yeah. I, I, 
I would say that's bliss. That would be a blissful experience. And to do that, to, to do that, and that's why I think this thought arrived at this moment, because I think what you just described, that process, I think that process brings, brings that into existence. Right. Yeah, it, and it, like Carl Jung had a quote, right? And he said um, something to the effect that those who look uh, without dream, those who look within awake. Right, and like there's a saying, um, like living the dream. Like fuck living the dream. Like wake up. <laughs> right, like if I'm dreaming, I'm sleeping. Right, so like I don't, I don't get down with living the dream anymore. <laughs> like I don't want to live the dream. I want to, I, like I want to be a, a, around today. Like I want to be around to na- like now. I don't want to dream anymore. Like everyone's dreaming. <laughs> They're all, it's all dreams. Man. And, and that's, that's, that was like something that hit me, uh, you know, a few years ago where I, I looked at that and was like, um, and there was a friend of mine, there was a friend of mine that actually like got into this where, um, he'd, he'd would say like, Hey, how you doing? Like, what's going on? Like that would be his, his introduction to a conversation. And, um, you know, somebody would say, yeah, you know, everything's great. Everything's great. Just uh, live in the dream. And he would say, dude, wake the fuck up. Like, wake up. Right? Like, he hated it. Like, it was a, like, he couldn't stand people saying that they were living the dream. And I used to say that all the time. Yeah, but, I, but I'm going to give you the perspective of the me that was living the dream. I was. I was in my head all day. Yeah. 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 I was trying to get somewhere, going somewhere all the time. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then, like, I come to this place in my life where I recognize there's nowhere to go because I'm already there. (laughs) So there's, like, really nowhere to go. And, like, what a great weight to be lifted off of, like, my shoulders because, like, I, I couldn't go to tomorrow. I couldn't go back to yesterday. Like, the only, the only option I have as a human being is to be here. Like, that's it. I can't be anywhere else. So if I can't be anywhere else, then there's actually nowhere to go. Right. And like, it all comes from like, just recognizing that the, the, and I'm not saying like, I'm talking about the, the, the dream being confused with some form of reality. Like it, it's just a hocus pocus. It's a bogus idea. It's not possible. It's not possible to live the dream. So this is this is I think this is uh, uh for me. I mean, I, no, I I'm I I'm I'm in full agreement with you. This is music to my ears because I I'm in a space now where I can receive what you're saying. Yeah. Me three years ago, four or five years ago, would say fuck that. Like you gotta have ambitions and goals and dreams. You gotta visualize these things constantly and take action to get to where you're trying to go. I was reiterating all the stuff I thought I needed to needed to believe to get to where I thought I needed to be. Yeah. And I think that like for me, um, you know, the, the dream is different than a vision. That's right? what I was going to mention. Yeah. Yeah. I think the dream is different than a vision for me. It's the, the vision is, uh, is just tangible. It's a tangible thing. So, um, so you asked me when I came in, what has happened in the last 10 days since? Yeah, we, I'm curious. So this is, this is, 
and I just this just dawned on me today. So after the podcast last week, just to give the audience some context, after we finished, we were in Peter's office and we and we did a vision board where and it's and when I say vision board, a lot of people assume that we made a <laughs> Well, I've been telling people about this. They assume that we took a bunch of pictures from magazines and like a scrapbook. <laughs> we scrapbooked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are like, "Oh, let me see what your vision board is like." They yeah. think we went to, we took out pictures of Harrison Ford and like, and yeah, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow and like a Ferrari and put it on a fucking yeah. poster board. Yeah. And that is exactly what we did. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it took three days. <laughs> it took three days. <laughs> but I have win in bold lines on the top of the vision board. No, but um, that's not what we did. We did something different. Could you, could, ooh, do you see that? What is it? Oh, it's a ladybug. Yeah. I love ladybugs, dude. I just like looking at it. Yeah, it just popped down on the keyboard ooh. there. Yeah. Um, okay, so what we did was I stood, at the white, I stood at the whiteboard, and Peter asked me questions. He wanted, he wanted me to answer some questions. You know, what is it that you're doing? You know, that was the first question. Essentially, it was three statements. What am I doing? What am I aiming at? And what is the what is the result of that, right. essentially? And then underneath that, what attributes does a person have that is doing what it is you just described you're doing at the top of the vision board? Yeah. And so we listed all these attributes like that person is charismatic, creative, spontaneous. Um, and it it felt real right it felt like i had arrived it felt true yeah because it is and so what has happened since then my schedule by the way i don't have a job i don't have uh, other than the thing that that i am doing for the vision board um but my schedule's full of stuff and i used to say a year ago two years ago i used to always say this is the part that blew me away. I used to say, as soon as I make it as an entrepreneur, I'll get on my exercise routine. I'll have a morning routine. I'll wake up. I'll do my prayers. I'll do some writing in the morning. I'll hit the gym. Once yeah, right. I make it. Because I'm going somewhere. Because I'm going somewhere. But, yeah. but I'll have to, I have to be an entrepreneur. I have to be yeah. successful first. So that has been my last 10 days. Every morning, waking up early, doing prayers and meditations, doing writing. I started writing again. Yeah. Uh, going to the gym, hitting a meeting, being a service. And by the time I know it, it's three 30 in the afternoon. I've had a full day. Right. And it's, and it's almost like I'm embodying that person that was on that, that I've, I've envisioned, but it's not a dream anymore. It's what, it, what I'm doing, the actions that I would think someone, someone like I'm, I'd like to be, yeah. would be doing. Yeah. It's, it's been crazy. Yeah, and I guess the the question is is like having practiced with it for ten days or so, like, do you prefer it? Is it does it do you prefer li like is that a preference for your life? Like, do you enjoy do you enjoy the experience of of a day? Yes, everything in my immediate experience has been so excellent. Yeah, see, and that's the inside that's the inside thing. And the craziest thing is there's nothing special about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, it's that piece that where we started talking about. It's that discipline piece. Yeah. I just have never really integrated that into my behavior. Yeah, it's cool. 
It's really cool. And it's it's also like extremely attractive. It's a very attractive thing to a human being. Yeah. It, it's wild. Not that that matters, but like it's No, no I know, I know. It it's uh it's something that is like, you know, looked up to. I mean, like just look at the the books and and magazine articles that are popular, right? And it's you know, the seven successful habits or, or the seven habits of highly successful people and right like Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill was a that was a you know that was a big deal that changed a lot of people's lives it was a super popular book right and it was just all the stuff that we were talking about on the vision like it was just recognize because here's the thing like what what we were talking about was that it's already being done so whether I'm aware of it or not, it's like it's like it's already being created. It's always being created. I'm always creating something. Right? I always am. There's no option. So it's so it's essential so this is the part that's tripping me out the most is I was talking to Reed about this on the way over here. I feel lucky that this this last ten days or two weeks or three weeks has happened has been able to happen. It doesn't feel like it was me. Yeah. It feels like I was listening to your suggestions and Reed's suggestions and doing what y'all were saying. Yeah. It doesn't feel like me. Yeah, well, it never will. Because, like, yeah, I mean, this, you're going on a kind of a deeper plane here with this, but, like, it's, it's, what we talked about in the first episode, right? Like this whole thing of Peter, like it ain't real. (laughs) Right. Like it just ain't real. Yeah. So like once I become open and like I get involved in my life, like God forbid I'd ever want to get interested in what I'm doing. Right. Like, but once that happens, then all of a sudden I'm actually uh utilizing and and like working with the, the forces process of, the creative process the forces of nature the Tao, whatever you want to call however it. yeah however anybody wants to label it like that's undeniable that is an undeniable thing that it, it it's always happening right like the flowers always blooming the breath is always breathing yes the the, the blood is flowing. Yeah, exactly. It, and there's nothing I can do about that. The weather's changing. Yeah, it's it's all it's all creative. There's no not creative. There's no way to not create because it's always being happening. So like, right? Like you look at I look at my life, and I know we talked about this a little bit last time, but it's the sum total of every thought and action I've ever had in my life that's brought me here. Like right now. Every thought and every action like has brought me here. Together. Like. So. If that be the case, then it's all, that's just proof that it's happening. That's just proof that it's creative. So when this whole thing started, when we started talking about this yeah. stuff. I'd got I'd gotten to a place where I realized that every choice and decision my entire life had led me to here and I was deeply dissatisfied. 
like I was, that's where, where it started. That's why I started calling you a lot was because I, I wanted to figure out what it was you were doing. Yeah. Because I, I was like, I am not happy. Everything I've ever done has led me here and there, there's gotta be something different. Right. Yeah. It's, it, well, and it's, it's like being dissatisfied, it's like being dissatisfied with, um, with, with the ride at Six Flags, you know? Like I go on this ride at Six Flags or I go at this, you know, I grew up in Minneapolis. So we had the Mall of America, which was like this big, they had a big theme park in the, in the mall. And, you know, you try a ride for the first time and it's like, man, I didn't like that ride. And I try another one. And I'm like, man, I really like that ride. I like that experience. Right. And that's life. Yeah. It's like, it was like I ran out of rides to try and I was just like. Well, and I wasn't interested in the ones that I was riding. Yeah, that too. Right. The interest left. And so what happens then is that like once the recognition was there that I could see that I was always in this creative place, then it made it much, much easier for me to let go of things. And it's still, it, it's much easier to let go. It's much easier to to take responsibility. And it's not on anybody else. Like it's not on the government. It's not on the fact that like I I pay taxes. I remember it was so scary. The first thing I did was... I set my alarm to wake up early just to pray and meditate. Yeah. And it was really scary for me because I didn't know what the rest of my day, all the hours, I didn't have anything else planned in in the day. Right. And it was, I was afraid. Um, yeah. But, but that was, that was the first thing. But now, now if I look at these last 10 days where I look at my schedule now, it's full. Right. But it's all full of things that have arisen because of putting myself in a position to be led yeah, it or comes guided. To me. It comes to me. Yes. I don't get it. It comes to me. So, like, it's not my business to fill my schedule. Like, it's it's not my business. It's not my business uh, to be in the the results of it. Like, my business is the inside business. My business is the thinking and the state of being and the awareness of that and the vision and being that right like and, and being that is and practicing that like doesn't happen overnight right it, it's it's a practice like practice being that that's why that's why I'm, I'm thinking about if anyone may be listening to this and i and i also think about sometimes because i've been i've been writing a lot and trying to figure out like what it is if there's something to communicate because they're like not not to communicate specifically, but like it's almost as if it's almost as if whatever w- has how do I say this? Whatever th- like things I'm doing are not the same things that you're doing. We all have different things we're doing. Yeah. But, but the the correlating factor is the attitude that both you and I share, which is we're we we are willing to be lived. Like we're willing to risk ourselves and ask for guidance into the ether rather than decide what our day looks like. Yeah, it's it well it it comes it comes down to this thing of like, well, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let it let it take care of me. What do you do you do things in a day that you don't really wanna do? Is that like a important Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And there was some really like sage advice that I was given a few years ago and it said he he said to me he said you know Peter you can do whatever you want to do 
but you have to be willing to pay the price. Like, are you willing to pay the price? So like, for instance, in the game of life, um, do I really enjoy working a nine to five? Eh, probably not. Right. But the question then is posed. Are you willing to pay the price not to work nine to five? And the answer to that is no, because the nine to five provides a decent income. Right. But but you are aware that you're willing to sacrifice some things to put to put yourself to move to put yourself in a position to move into something new. Right. Like yeah, if nine yeah, to five is not the be all yeah, into all a new ride life. into a new ride. Yeah. 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 But and I can take those actions without having to burn the thing down. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I can take the like there was a guy. uh I think it was Jim Rohn that said, and Jim, like, Jim Rohn is awesome, but he said, um, work full-time on your, your job and work part-time um, on your wealth, essentially. Like, like do your job full-time, but part-time, you know, do what you really want to do. Like, that's your, that's your main, your main deal. You know, that's, that's the... That's the vision, right? Like, where do you th- where do you think your motivation or your yeah where do you think your motivation comes from? Oh, just being human. Like just being a human being and like wanting to experience life, and seeing where it goes. And I think I think that's innate with everyone. Like you see it in kids. Like kids, and kids don't need to be motivated. They're curious. Yeah, it's curiosity. It's like, you know, waking up and seeing something you've never seen before. Hmm. And so there's not really any motivate. It's more, you know, curiosity. And so I would say I'm, I think curiosity is the engine to life. <sighs> so it's like, if it doesn't, if none of it really matters at the end of the at the end of the road my philosophy is well like well let's just see what's possible while we're here yeah let's see what's possible let me ask you this and this is something i've been playing around with yeah can can, can i don't know if the, can you i don't know if it can you is the right way to ask it but i just how about consciously surrendering is that something that that can you consciously surrender? I think there's a lot of synonyms for that. I think I think surrender is um, synonymous with sharing. I think it's synonymous with love. I think it's synonymous with contribution. I think it's synonymous with um, faith. Um you know, I think it's synonymous with humility. So they're, you know, like when I first started looking at surrender, I, I would see like a, like a battlefield with a guy like holding a white flag or something. Right. And like, in a way that's what it is. Like it's, but again, that that's an internal, that's an internal deal. Like, I just can't, I just can't do this anymore. Like I'm not, I'm not in the, and I saw that clearly, like at a certain point in my life, I saw that I was in, I was, I was under the illusion of, 
of being in the wrong business. And that was the results business. Like I, my business had to change. I had to get into the, into the being business, into the doing business, <laughs> right? Into the vision business, into the participation business, into the action business, that the results were, was not my business, that the creative control was not mine. That wasn't my, that wasn't my job. And there was nothing I could, you know, it's crazy because I'm, you think you can manage the world, manage circumstances, but the, you know, that's a, that's a surrender thing. So to consciously surrender is, you know, like I said, there's a lot of synonyms for that. At the end of the day, it's just about letting go. It's about recognizing the business, recognizing what business I am, I'm in as a human being. What business is that? Being. Being. Just being here. Yeah. The being business. People that are in the being business are, are magical. And you can always spot them. Because they're never talking about themselves. And if they are, they're not talking about any problems. Huh. Right? Like they're... There's an energy and they're attractive and you know, they're, they're, they're there. They are, they are there. Wow. So it's like, why, like why were all of these gurus and all of the, you know, you could call them mystics or enlightened beings. Like why are those people so attractive? They're in the being business. Yeah. It's like saying, why is a waterfall attractive? Yeah, it's being a waterfall. A sunset's being a sunset. Right? A bird is being a bird. Right. Ladybugs. It's, it, it does. It's not doing anything else. It's not being anything else. Yeah. It's not in the results business. Like, that's very obvious. It's in the action business, and then the results come. Right? Like, a tree is just a tree. And the result of the tree is that it produces the very thing I need to survive, you know. <laughs> and then I, I, I'm in the action business, right? So I'm giving something that the tree needs to survive. And without that connection, you know, the planet doesn't exist. This, I don't think the thing, I don't think the show goes on. <laughs> no, there's right. a, like there's a unity inherent in all yeah. aspects of being. Yeah, and it's getting, it's getting. It's getting real with that. It's getting really real with that and really, like, grappling with that. Is that why they say, like, like in the realm of, like, say you're anxious or fearful or depressed or excited? Well, let's just say, let's go to the negative ones. Anxious, fearful, depressed. Yeah. Be in that. Don't avoid it. Don't escape it. Honor yeah. it. Yeah, because there's peace there. You're honoring it. Yeah, there's peace there. I don't have to fight the feelings of being a human being. Okay. Like anxiety, fear, um, you know, what we might call negative emotions. Like the, it's not abnormal to be there. You no, know, it's not. It's a, it's a, it's a part of life. But, but, but the interesting thing is, is the, the vibration at which we, uh, that we, um, the the vibration in which we move yeah energetically yeah as you're maintaining a level of realness about about where and where you are you know inside out yeah you're honoring where you actually are without 
shame well like without without judging it but but being being participating acknowledging it and the result of that is less time spent in the 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 wiggling and the uncertainty and the and the pain of that emotion essentially yeah and and i think the example would be like your fear of the social media yeah exactly you're sharing about it you're expressing it it's true but in that moment it was true And it's so- somehow been un- it's unburdened itself, alleviated itself from your consciousness. Yeah, and the thing is about that is that like that fear doesn't cause angst in my life. Like I'm a aw- like I I'm aware fully that I am not that, that I am not that fear. Like I understand where the fear that comes from. I know I'm not now, but I'm I'm thinking like Peter three, four, five years ago. Yeah, like take it back seven years. Yeah. You know, and I'm in a mental hospital. <laughs> yes. And I'm on medication. Yeah. And I'm seeing a therapist three times a week. Right? Because I misidentified reality with my thinking. And I, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't real. I was making it up. Right. Like I was making it up and I see it all like it's not hard to spot. Like just watch C-SPAN. I mean, just watch a watch a hearing or watch watch a debate. It doesn't matter what side it's on, Democrat, Republican, independent, whatever. It's the same. It's it's the same. It's just it's just it's so unclear. And there's so much there's so much. um, Discord with what's real. And what's really taking place, like, it's, and it's still amazing to me that there isn't anybody um, on a political level that just comes out and just, you know, plays the Joker with it all. That's like, you know, really like. That we know of. Yeah, like, what are you, what are you guys talking about here? Like, none of this is real. Like, there, nobody accepts any responsibility and I see myself in that right like pre seven years ago like I get that because my life was not my fault my Mm. life was your fault Mm. the things I did where I went how I experienced my life was was your fault right she wasn't good enough or I deserve better or if I would have had better parents then I wouldn't have done this Right, and it's all crap. <laughs> it is all complete. So, so bullshit. you you've come to terms with the fact that the P, the Peter yeah isn't even a real thing. No, it's it's a it's it's a real experience. Yeah, you're having a conscious experience, but it is not reality. But it's not reality. No way. Wow. There's no way that that's possible. It's so important to just be real with where you are, how you are. I mean, after the podcast last week man been been encountering attractive women and i'm not scared i'm not freaking out i was freaking out two two weeks ago yeah it's easy to it's easy to because i misidentify who i am or in my case i'm paying too much attention to who i am or who i think i am i'm paying too much a lot of times i'll pay too much attention to my own experience yeah that's the illusory thing about it yeah Right. Like that's the that's the that's that chemical situation where it's like it's not 
like it's that that hit it's that mouse you know that's in the in the cage like taking the 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 variable gratification deal right like gets a big gold nugget and then you know takes a couple more pops and you know just gets a little sliver and then bang another big one you know and it's that it's that hamster wheel it's that that back that over and so many people aren't aware that that's happening myself included you know yeah yeah we're on a, that we're getting hits and yeah more and then but as soon as one and getting one and lacking yeah one. but as soon as i plug in and like take a look at it i'm able to get down with it and see it right and then i still might experience the 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 emotions associated with it but there's space there and i there's it's weird to say but there's like a piece in the anxiety there's a there's a there's a space in the emotion that doesn't I'm like oh yeah I can laugh about it right like I can laugh that I think it matters if she goes out with me right like I'm taking that really serious like she just won't go out with me <laughs> and I and I'm taking it really really serious right but I look at it and go dude what does it matter yeah what does it matter what does it matter because she go she would go out with you it's a weird thing with the that's the rejection piece. I've never submitted any of my work to any publications ever, um, because they're because I was living in the delusion that if I could just work hard enough, everything would happen on its own. Yeah, and, but also not wanting to. Well, I wouldn't. Have, yeah, it's it was a point of view that I had that I've this week I've been playing around with because all the all these things are getting written now. And I'm playing around, with, and I'm not interested in publishing them. That's the weird part. I'm I don't even want to put them on my website. Right. It's not. Ex- doesn't it doesn't sound intriguing or exciting at all. Been doing that for years. Right. And every decision I've ever made has led me here. <laughs> so like, yeah, it doesn't sound interesting anymore. Yeah. So I've been playing around with the idea of like, man, maybe I should just start. Maybe I should put these together and start submitting them to different publishing houses or or online websites or whatever. Like, yeah. Start sending shit out. Yeah. That's a different approach. It's something new. I've never done it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then it's it's being able to walk through that and do it. Yeah. Right? Like getting into that action business of doing it. And that's where that's like I said, that's where the that's where the that's where the curiosity is for me, you know. It's like I was reading a I was meeting with a friend a couple of days ago and we were there was a story about a guy that was he was he'd lost his car keys. And he's on the sidewalk and he's um, looking for his keys and he's under this light. And all of a sudden, like a, an officer pulls up and like he knows he sees the guy looking for something. He comes up and he's like, well, what are you looking for? And he's like, well, my keys. And so the cop gets down and starts helping him look for his keys under this light. And the cop says, are you sure your keys are here? And the guy says, no, my keys are actually back there <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> And the cop says, well, why are we looking for the keys here? And he said, because I'm afraid of the dark. <laughs> right? And this is a strong moral to the story. Because he knew the keys weren't there. But because he was comfortable looking for his keys in the light, or looking in the light, he was never actually going to find his keys. So the only way I can find the keys is by walking into the dark. Wow. Right? And that little parable is like my walking into the dark with social media that's dark right because i'm in the light not having social media yeah where 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 are some how's it been for you the last 10 days oh it's been good it's been good like 
I, you know, partook in the same exercise. And uh, things started happening. Like the vision board exercise. Yeah. 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 Things started happening. I got pretty clear with that, you know, and wrote down the my characteristics and wrote down the vision and got as specific as I could with it. And, you know, I put it out there and um, had a couple of uh, like new business opportunities, had a good lunch on Wednesday with a potential uh, client, um, got asked to um, interview at another company, you know, and these are all opportunities. They're all opportunities. And it happened, you know, after the exercise, hmm. right? And like, I'm aware of that. Like, yeah, I get it. Before I go into this, into the deal with no clarity, like very little active participation in my, in the business area of my life. And it just nothing happened. And so then all of a sudden these things start coming in and I know where they're coming from. So it just increases the faith. Like, yeah, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. There's no, no more need for fear. I don't, it's I just shown that this thing will take care of, take care of me. And I took action, right? Like I've had some conversations. I've set up a lunch. I've made myself available. I put myself out there and, said hey this is what i'd like to do this is how i can help this is how i can contribute i'm very receptive very receptive and that stuff didn't happen that stuff didn't happen for a while you know what do you mean like those yeah prior prior to the exercise it didn't happen i was so i was so congested i just didn't didn't ever take any time to get organized right to prepare yourself. Well, it's just a crapshoot. And it's easy when it's a crapshoot to get into this victim thing where like, oh, the world's fucking me. Yeah, but now, but with the vision board exercise, you, you align, you, you set a focus. Yeah, there's some, yeah, there's some points of clarity. Like this is, this is Peter. This is what he does. Right. This is how he lives. This is how he thinks. Right. And this is what he's creating. Right. Yeah. Bang. It, it reinforced your potential. Yeah, exactly. But it just, it, it turned everything from a light bulb into a laser. Anything else? Anything else? Any uh, any other insights in, about your experience? Mm. Any new behaviors you've, you've started? Not particularly. I mean, just my, my, uh, just my, exp- like the experience of each day is, you know, there's a lot more peace. Ah. You know, there's just a lot more peace. Because was, I was afraid there. Like, there was, I was afraid of that that area. I was afraid of the business area. Right. You know, the energy accumulator, the having dough come in, right? Like, that was, we, that was what was so interesting to me, listening back. Like, I, I, even on the recording, I was like, and even now, I was about to say it, it I don't understand the fear of success. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, uh, it's, uh, it just clashes against ideas of insecurity. And, like, those ideas don't even matter. <laughs> like, they, they're not real. 
so interesting because you had you had what could be perceived as success. Yeah. 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 And now you've got a fear of it. Well, I always had a fear of it. Oh, even then? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. What am I what am I what do you what do you think I'm not getting about it? Um I'm not sure. I mean maybe maybe for you like there's there's no there's no blockage there. Like it just makes sense. Huh. Like it just makes sense. <laughs> it makes me think about the and in, in, in our in Jewish culture we have this thing called birthright. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, it's anybody who's Jewish gets to, their birthright. You get to go to Israel for free for 10 days. Like right. Jew, you get to be a chosen person. Right. And I think a lot and there's this interesting exercise. I went out to dinner with a friend and she had me do this thing where and I'll do it I'll do it for you actually right now, but have you seen Harry Potter? Yeah. I love those movies. Perfect. All right, let me let's do this real quick. I'll do this exercise. It's really cool. All right, uh, give me a character from Harry Potter. First character. Hermione. Hermione. All right. Now pick another character. Um, who is the big guy? The hairy guy. Hagrid. Hagrid. Yeah, I like him. All right. Give me one more character. Harry. Harry Potter. Yeah. Okay, so Hermione is how people see you. Okay. Um, Hagrid is how you want others. How, how you want others to see you. Okay. And then Harry Harry Potter is who you actually are. Hmm. And mine, yeah, mine was I said Hagrid first, so other people see me as, or I want other people to see me as Hagrid. Yeah. Then the second one was Harry Potter, which is I see myself as Harry Potter. And then the third one is was Dumbledore, and that was who I, you actually are. Oh, cool. I think I got that right yeah, when the, I did it for you. Yeah, the chief mystic. Yeah, I thought it was cool about that. I was like, damn, that's cool. Dumbledore. Yeah. The cool thing about Dumbledore was he knew, he he was in the know. He had the intel. Like, he was kind of like, he was. Yeah, and there was another character that's, he's a being guy. A what? Dumbledore's being. Is he? Yeah. He's a beer. He really is. Yeah, and he's, he's a, not a doer. He gets people to do all sorts of yeah, shit. He's, <laughs> he's a he's there. Yeah. Like his character is there. He's aware. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's it's a pretty present character. Yeah. Um, and Harry Potter's the chosen one. Yeah, Harry Potter um yeah. Yeah. The the reason I brought that up was because uh, uh, the chosen one, that motif, that idea, like well, like the, like when I because we were just talking about how I'm unable to connect with the fear of success. Sure. Um. And the motif, and then like the motif that as like we all kind of connect with these stories, these heroes' journey. Uh, metaphors or mythologies where there's a central character who's overcoming obstacles to realize their right. potential and their truth. Right. And um, yeah, that's why. And I, and I, I think that maybe for some reason I don't feel special anymore. I feel like we all carry that. We all feel like we, we are all the hero of our own story. 
Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So the one, so I, I don't think I have the fear of success because because you're already successful. But that's but the, the, I I almost feel like I've I've put my I feel successful by by being born. I've somehow spiritually bypassed all this shit. Yeah, I understand. Success is an in being. That's how I feel. Success yeah. is literally. Yeah. We get to be here. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, for me, like, the idea of success is um, there's probably still some things that need to be broken down there, like, with just how I was brought up and what what my idea of success really is. Um, right, right, right. And that's the, like, when you say the word success, that's, that's where the combat is. Yeah, yeah, because it's a different Yeah, that's definition. the combat. Um, I... I personally like, um, like when I really get down to it, I don't think, I think success is already like, it comes with us. I don't think it's possible to mess up life. I think it's possible to experience life in ways I'm not interested in. Like, and I've done a lot of harmful things, you know, like harmful things and um dangerous things really i mean just flat out what i would say are <laughs> i'm not interested in recreating those experiences yeah you burn your hands enough time yeah i'm just not interested in anymore it, it's just I, I i'm not interested in doing that and so like the thing the thing in, in looking at that though is that um I don't think that because those things took place that I I did those things in my life that my I can I can mess my life up. It's it and there's no resentment about that stuff either. I like I was honestly doing the best I could with what I had when I was doing the stuff. Right, right, right. Like there's no reason to beat myself up over that. Like yeah, I have to take responsibility for my actions and I have to pay the price to society and the people that were involved in that. Like that's my obligation. Right. You also have this comes back to the looking within piece is that the uh, the turnover or the the ramifications of the way that you live yeah. psychologically affected how you're interfacing with reality. There's 100%. a lot of baggage that we carry around that we have to we have to look at. Yeah, hundred percent, a hundred percent. It did a number on on you too. Right. So, but the th- the thing that happens is that see it wear it, like it wore itself out with me. It just wore. It got. I, I I wore it out. Yeah. And then the question becomes is like, okay, Pete. All right. Here's the thing, dude. So you got a track record, and this is what the track record looks like. And the one question is, is, are you interested in experiencing that track record like that? Are you interested in having similar experiences to what you've been experiencing over the last twenty years or the last fifteen years? And it it got so worn out that the answer was no. I am done with that. And you see it in relationships, right, all the time. Like, you know, you're you're dating someone for a while, and then there's a switch that goes off, and it's like, I'm done. I'm finished. And there's no remorse, and there's no anger, and there's no reaction. It's just, I'm done. I have reached my internal capacity to experience the situation. And so I'm going to go in a different direction and do something else, right? And that's how it ends, right? Like, that's that's how a new experience is created. And that's sort of like a microcosmic or a microcosm of my whole life experience is that I, I was tired of Peter. I was so tired of the shit. I was so tired of that. 
and then it's you know pretty clear from there here's here's a path pete like there's been like-minded men and women all over the planet that have had similar experiences and done similar things and here's a path so you can take and i'm all in like when i was done i was done i'm i am all in on this path and the path it switched it became an inside path rather than an outside path yeah 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 the path was no longer looking at you the path was looking at me yeah and that's when it all changes that's when it all changes it and it you know like uh Eckhart Tolle for instance right like he's got a great story like his game changed on that bench yeah right like crazy psychological turmoil and then bang a light comes on right a spontaneous awakening mm. and then it's like it can't ever be the same it can't ever be the human experience can't be the same after that mm. there can be pieces similar but it can't ever be be the same and i right and i believe that every human being on the face of the planet can have that experience I believe that it's possible for anyone. I I believe too. For anyone to tap into an inner resource. It is. To tap into an inner truth. The tricky part about that is a person becoming willing to do that. Willing to look at that. Willing to take a look in the mirror rather than point the finger. So this is what's so interesting about the medium that we're in right now, yeah. the podcast. Is I like I I just think I think that I think so much of life happens to us like doors are opening and we can and then all of a sudden we're walking somewhere we didn't realize we were yeah and so it's almost like it's almost like um it's this is a cool medium to be in because because it could be potentially opening a door for someone that didn't know that that was there right and so like that's what i always worry about and and i'm gonna so it's no it's no secret to anyone who listens to the podcast that I'm in I'm in recovery and and I've been recovered from a state uh, I used to be a junkie heroin addict like I used to be shooting dope every day it's no no secret right um the thing that got me better is veiled in anonymity right the big fear for me is that not the big fear but I know that there's so many people that just don't know that there's a different way of approaching things yeah and so somebody who stumbles into a medium like this and it's like we're talking about these esoteric, you know, you know, looking within mystical kind of way of, of examining oneself and realizing, you know, um, div- I don't want to use the word divinity, but realizing a, 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 a higher level of being interfaced with reality. Yeah. Like that is something possible that enlightenment is not a joke or some thing that happens to those people, but it's available to anyone who's willing enough to pursue it. That that's possible, like somebody being able to hear that, and for the first time they go, "Oh shit, this is something that c- that I could look into yeah. as a means of coping with the the turmoil, the struggle, the chaos yeah. of the life as I lead today." Like I don't like the relationship I'm in. I don't like the job I'm working at. I I've never felt the presence of God ever in my entire life. Yeah, it, I don't even believe that those things are possible. Yeah. And then they could, and then somehow they fell into this, and they're now they're. It's like, oh shit, maybe these things are. Yeah. 
it's like it's it's like carrying the torch the way it was carried for us because right somebody was lighting that shit for me for a long time yeah uh, yeah no 100 percent. i agree with, i agree with everything you just you just shared there i mean i i i i think that um i've never met any more more attractive people in my life than those who are pointing the finger at themselves ever ever that's just the highest form of a human experience like that i i just love that right and you know i strive to practice that in my my, in my own life and i look at guys that have gone you know i mean there's so many cool stories about people that have made that that um that pivot i guess right like where it it becomes an inside thing like there's actors and there's athletes and there's there's people that have these awakenings that you know you can see they're no longer victims in their lives no matter what the circumstance is they're no longer victims in their life and i was a victim in my life for 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 a long time for a long long time and all of a sudden i got free from being a victim in my life and that is that is a that's a really cool thing because there's nobody else that i can point the finger at anymore I can't blame it on any sort of external circumstance. I can't blame it on the rules of the games. That's not par for the course anymore. And um, that's different than saying I like the rules because, like, I can still have an opinion about the rules. But at the end of the day, I've got to, I've got to look at, look at me and 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 take ownership of that and take responsibility for that. Because it it's the gift. It was the gift that it was given to me, and that that is that is something that like I feel that every human being is interested in experiencing. Like deep down, every in every man, woman, yeah. and child has the fundamental belief in something beyond yeah. you. Yeah, everyone wants to just come home. Everyone wants to come home. We were in the womb. It was so nice in there. We yeah, were, I we mean, were, we were unfortunately, I don't remember it, right? <laughs> like, right. we were tucked, we were, we were just tucked into the in the crease of uh, the crease of the cosmos. We were just yeah, because I mean, here's like the thing about it is, is like, it's what fun is it to just to just struggle? Like, what fun is it to have life be a chore? Yeah, it's miserable. It doesn't have to be so hard. It's awful, you know. I it, in, like it. I'll ask people questions. Like I've got some friends that I I don't see regularly. You know, I just don't see them regularly. It might be like two or three year windows before we make contact again. And I'll ask the question. You know, like how's it going? Like what's been happening? How have the last couple of years been for you? Like what what have you been up to? And it's the same answer, right? Like. Still looking for more money, right? Still looking for a bigger house. Still looking for, uh, you know, relationship satisfaction with someone they've been married to for 10 years, mm. right? Still looking. And it it always, and I was that way, right? Like somebody asked me, oh, there's Pete. He's just, you know, same old, same old. Like, 
doing the same things. And now, like, when I get asked that question, like, I'm grateful that I get to answer the question authentically, you know, and I can look at my life and recognize, like, wow. Yeah, I mean, this this changed, this shifted. And, like, I don't see see it that way anymore. I don't see that relationship that way anymore. I don't see you that way anymore. You know, there's just, like, so many areas of growth and 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 awareness and that's just fun for me and i'm not saying my my buddy that answers the question the same way every time like that's a negative it i don't think it is it's just i think there's a, a longing on a societal level for people to come home and whatever coming home is to that is to the individual that's the deal but like w- when a person comes home like they come home you know, like when i came home i knew i came home it was an indescribable feeling but i knew and the whole thing changed, like the way I looked at the world. It was as if some some sort of, um, like I, I had a new pair of glasses. Right? I've been reading. I've been reading that book it's all. It's a week. great book, but like it's it's like I had a brand new, like set of eyes. Yeah. And I didn't see anything the same way. I didn't see my life the same way, and it just changed. It just, and it was it's great. But you can't. But it wasn't. It wasn't a. I, mean, I asked you this last time. It wasn't a singular moment. It was over a period of months. Now mine was mine was like the Eckhart Tolle deal. Like you, you all of a sudden just yeah spontaneously just woke up and was like, "What yeah. is life? How yeah. are we existing? Yeah. What are these entities that are br- these mouth breathing entities that are interfa- interacting on this part? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's um it was it 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 turned it became like that I was a part of the the whole thing yeah you were you were yeah you were part it was a you were just part of the whole the whole show at one moment i was separate i was separated you know right 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 right. all of a sudden there was a really strong awareness that i was in it and that i was from it right like that is something the western we just don't have in western culture the idea that we grew from it like we grew from the cosmos there's this yeah well we just came out of it like it just it it's like a tree coming out of the ground still connected with it everything's part of it, it everything just, is yeah it. it just comes out of it and i don't i don't know if that's like really up for debate like i mean i'm sure there's some scientific theory and stuff that might debunk that but like like an asteroid flew into the planet and sprouted us out of that yeah and like i don't know yeah and <laughs> like still from the universe <laughs> yeah and like i don't know yeah exactly and yeah. i don't know like i don't have any personal experience with that but like <laughs> like looking back on it just the the mere fact that I didn't have any choice, that Peter didn't have any choice to be here is enough for me. That is enough. Like, I just didn't have any choice in that. Which is makes sense why we would, why we would, I mean, I'm 33, right? And I think I spent the ages of 20, ages of 30 to 33 experiencing victimhood, I would say. Yeah. At some, some level of some, a subconscious level. Right. Always present, always apparent for about three years. And I think that's because uh, I, I I was r- running with that narrative of like, I didn't choose to be here, and it was liberating prior to the despair and the depression, like the victim victim mentality. It was liberating at first, but I took it to the extreme. It was like then I don't choose anything, then everything's then I, then I get to only. It was like I, I I said since there's no choice, and I'm having these natural wants to do these types of things. I'm going to only do what I want all day. That's all I'm going to try to do. Right. You know, 
I didn't have discipline. This new, these new behaviors I'm starting to learn about now. I didn't right. have an, uh, an attitude of, of how can I be helpful? It was a, I know what's helpful and I'm going to tell it to you. Oh yeah. That's great. Right. Like, <laughs> it was, that's yeah. a wonderful way to it's what it was. make friends and influence people. <laughs> That was like, that's that really was, yeah god it was so true and see uh, that like the, the, like a, it, it's just not attractive no like and i i get i understand that like i understand that because i was an expert so i thought of taking everyone else's inventory you know like i knew what you needed to do to get well or i knew what you needed to do to change i knew what you needed to do to you know get that job or like score that goal or right like you know, I mean, like, I just knew that. I knew what you needed to do. And I was always willing to tell you. <laughs> like, always willing to tell you. You're like, and that's such a, like, that, that, that state of experience is miserable. And it's also really hard. It's a challenge to keep up the pace on that. It's a challenge to be, writing down and recognizing everyone else like it took, took a lot of thinking it takes a lot of thinking and it all breeds out of my own insecurity because i don't know who i am mm. right like it's all bred out of um it's all bred out of out of that like not recognizing that i don't have a i don't have a pot to piss in on that like that i'm, I'm in the wrong business it's the wrong business it's it's not even it's like, out of our jurisdiction. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it I, that is not my job, and mm. it never was my job. No, and I don't think it's anybody's job. I mean, think if think if the world was a was like a place, society like materially where it was just sharing, and that's what's taking place anyways under the under the guise of control. But like, if it was just conscious sharing, like just giving things away, helping people do things because you know. It's free and it's fun. That's that's the whole open source mentality. Making contributions, right? Having like, relationships. Yeah, having relationships, having experiences, enjoying the game of life. Not and ownership, relationships. Relationships, partnerships. Partnerships. Right? And, you know, if you look at the original, like, foundations of society, and that was the authentic motivation. That was the authentic line of of consciousness it was about service what is that was the that the camera beeping yeah did it just die i don't know it just beeped yeah that's it <laughs> dun dun dun. well the camera's dead but the audio is still going oh, so yeah we can we can wrap this up because i that's that's still going we yeah, just cool. lost this camera Oh, that's fine. I, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Um, yeah, let's wrap it up. We've been going for an hour and a half. Yeah, ninety minutes, episode two. Yeah, good session, man. I like. I just love this stuff because it's just a free. It's a free wheel deal. It's just you know, it's a thought on thought. It's an example, I think, of you know maybe spontaneity. Yeah. And um, you know the the whole thing is to you know maybe be useful, like maybe be helpful in some capacity just to let people know that life doesn't have to be a chore 
doesn't have to be painful doesn't have to be a struggle and that you know a lot of the stuff that I was taught and I it's it's all backwards it's all the other way around um and uh I just prefer this I just prefer this life I prefer living this way I prefer the inside job I without a shadow of a doubt um there's no there's been no greater gift in my life than being able to look at myself and the fact that that is interesting to me is just you know that's a mind-blowing concept even still i think we got i think we got lucky i mean i think i think we got lucky to have that interest because i'm deeply fascinated by it yeah because i know it's the one thing i'm going to be able to do for the entirety of my time here on this planet right to to draw who knows what can happen but i do know the one thing that will always be there is experience itself how am i experiencing life yeah and just taking a look at it and i think you know like it just comes down to a, to, to to truth and it comes down to authenticity and it comes down to realness like and every human being knows it and there's no denying there's no denying it like and the thing I've learned in my life in relationships is that if I'm feeling it, like if it's a recurring feeling, oftentimes the other person's feeling it too. Hmm. Right? Like it, the whole thing. It may thing, be showing up differently. Yeah, it might. Yeah, exactly. But I'm talking about the, 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 the feeling. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all connected. It's all connected. It's 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 all intertwined. It's all working together. So um, this is interesting what you just presented because it's my responsibility to understand what that feeling is. Yeah, to, to recognize to it. recognize it. Yeah. And and like that's what you do, and then you just play tennis with your relationship, right? And you just play, you just, you, you do what you can to clear your side of the street and understand what this emotion, like even intense emotions, even like I'm fucking in love with this girl. Like it's my responsibility to understand that. Right. So it doesn't overwhelm my senses or my rational way of interacting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's taking a look at that. Like, so for instance, you, you talked about like the, the, the love thing, right? like being in love with someone and I'm never actually in love with with anyone. I'm in love with the with the fucking idea of it. You've never been hit like where you're where like it's just like this is the girl? Yeah, no I have. I have I've had that experience, but it's not uh um, as she's right next to you and you're yeah, like yeah. damn. But it's not um and I I didn't know like it's love in the sense of like I love, I love, I love you. It, it's not really that. It's like, I am you. Like, we are, like, we're there. And it, I, words don't describe it. Because I had the experience, and I, you know, I, I fucked it up. Like, that's just the plain, simple truth. Like, so did I. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I was so unaware of what was going on that, like, I just couldn't do it any other way and i just destroyed it right and same here by the way yeah but and and i looked at it because i was curious about like what was real and what wasn't real and the 
the thing that was like so my experience was getting set up on a on a blind date and I'd never done blind dates before and like just I I don't need a blind date like I'm not that type of guy like all this you know what I mean all this stuff it's just <laughs> yeah. arrogant egoic crap I don't need your hand yeah I don't need your help like <laughs> why do you you know whatever stick stay out of my life yeah I'm fine without stuff. you guys yeah I'm doing fine on my own um and I, she was super persistent and finally I I called I called her and well the our friend was was super persistent and I got the number from our friend and then I I called her and we got together and I'm just like this will be a 30 minute sort of dine and dash situation like grab dinner have a few chats well it turned out to be totally different we sat down and she came walking in and I just it's new it was just I just knew that this was a compatible energy that this was a this was a person that and it wasn't intellectually it was a feeling it was a vibration it was a it was there and it just took off it just took off and I didn't recognize that that's what it was at the time I just you know it's all in in, in hindsight and that authentic experience held us together for four for four years for four years and during that uh you know i was not well like i just wasn't a well person there was shitloads of fear there were tons of control issues i was in the wrong business i was in the wrong business entirely you're in the Peter business. Yeah, I was not in the action business. I was not in the contribution business. I was not in the caring business. I failed to recognize that every time I woke up, you know, with her next to me, that she was brand new. It was a brand new woman. It was a brand new experience. It's a brand new day. I didn't understand that. I, I couldn't see that each day was an opportunity to share life together. That I was me and she was her and that we shared with each other. It didn't, it wasn't that. It turned into, uh, you know, I became just, I experienced jealousy. You know, if anyone wants to, you know, ruin a relation quick, get jealous. Get envious, right? Like get resentful. Get controlling. Get manipulative. Get dishonest. And the stuff just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds until there's finally no, nothing there. There's nothing there. And the truth was is that there always will be something there. And, um, you know, she's a friend of mine today, and we still have that same powerful connection we had when we first met. And, you know, because of my life and how I live today and, you know, the things that have happened in my life, like, I'm able to be, to be there and, you know, recognize that, there's a massive difference between what's real and what's not real. And what wasn't real was everything that was going on in my mind about what business I was in. And I did weird things and my energy changed and it just got worse and worse and worse. And you know what? I can't speak for her, but I would assume hers did too. Right? Hers did too. And if I would have had 
that experience, the how I experienced myself today back then, I would have, I would have uh, been able to see it much differently. And so I'm grateful for the experience. I don't have any resentment for the experience. And you know what? It doesn't really matter much to me anymore if um, I'm in her life or not. I have made it clear that if there's ever anything that I can do to be helpful, I'm going to do it. But I'm still living my life. Like I'm a free guy doing my doing what I enjoy to do and. My door's open to experience, you know, relationships. And I've had several relationships since her. But, yeah. So you understand that. You understand that shock of, like, this is this is a thing with a the, with the woman. Yeah, yeah. How, how, however, however, I understand it much differently today in that she was never mine. It was never mine. It's not about my, my about a possession, like the idea of she's the one. No, she, she was one of the ones. So the thing that fucked me up when I had my experience was I realized that the girl that the girl I was with was, the one, and she would never be mine. I knew that it was the most. That's tough. It was really tough because it was like I feel you know we've been together for a little bit and all of a sudden one day it was just. I could spend my life with this person. It just dawned on me. Yeah. And I wanted that. I wanted her. And I knew I never would. That she is not of my... It was a weird thing. It's hard for me to like describe it also, to detail it out, because it was, it was, conflicting, it was, it was conflicting emotions. It was this extreme desire mixed with this, uh, the other side of it being like, you'll never have any of that. And this person's right next to you. She's right next to me. And so it was like from that moment forward, my life tailspin downward because I just I was operating. The only thing I've been able to do is look at my operating system and how I was like you were describing what business I was in, but how I was how I was interfacing with reality, the types of things I was thinking, the way I yeah. was behaving, the way I was being, was so flawed, so faulty, and so self-involved. I it, it doesn't it makes sense to me that that I had this shock or this lo- this experience and then tail spins straight to the straight down because uh, because uh, there's nothing I guess uh, I'm thinking about this as I'm speaking it but like I was so used to being like on uh, on so high all the time like literally shooting up heroin in my veins twice a day like I'm used to having an extreme way of living yeah it's like a euphoria thing. And ma- massive amounts of a fur- euphoria constantly. So it makes sense to me that the thing that would finally break me in sobriety is a similar euphoric experience. It came in the form of a female. Yeah. Yeah. And so the reason I was asking you this question, these questions is because, like, I'm a big believer. No, I'm not a big believer. The The way to proceed for me feels like to understand as intently as I can where it was I went wrong so I do not repeat so I don't shock myself again yeah and I like I would I would rephrase that yeah. I would say not where I went wrong but what I would choose differently what I would choose differently yes that's what I was yeah like what I where I would go differently yeah because that's what I was asking about the emotional state because when I when I when it hit me like I would want to handle, I would want to know how to handle these feelings like an adult, not yeah. like somebody whipped around by them. Yeah, and the other part of it too is that it, you know, it, it in the dance of it all, 
it's about being honest, right? Like I remember times where I just, you know, I would do something hurtful and, uh, you know, my partner was interested in an apology and, you know, she would say things like, Peter, just apologize. And <laughs> what did you ask me to do? <laughs> you couldn't do it? No. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, why would it? What, like, why would you, like, and, you know, it was, I, I was hurtful and I was, you know, disrespectful and, um, and I was probably a pretty tough person to be in a relationship with. I mean, there's no real doubt about that in my mind today but just the inability to see the pers- to see someone else's perspective mm. and and again so so far asleep the inability to recognize my own my own behavior mm. my own like there's so, just no awareness and i wasn't interested in in looking at it and that that's what destroys uh that's what that's what that's where the experience you know ended and who knows like I might have come into a place where I chose something else, right? Like I might have been in a place where I chose. I chose to move into a different experience and I chose to, you know, not not leave, but I'm going over here. And that's the right of every human being. And I, saw, I, I came to see that in relationships. That, hey, if I want to wear blue socks today, I can wear blue socks. If I have a pair of blue socks, I can choose blue socks. And... If she wants to, you know, hang out with the new guy or she wants to be single, she wants to choose that, every right to choose it. Right. Not my business. Right. And seeing that was really helpful because it also put it back on me and go, okay, I've got business too. Right. I can choose too. That I don't have to be sucked into something that I'm not interested in. There's something interesting that you said just a minute ago about how the f- the when you're in relation with someone and you're feeling something it's yeah. you, ge- genuinely mutually a mutual experience. Right. There's something that well, I was seeing a therapist for a little bit and she told me that my problem was I was exper- experiencing all these feelings and I don't, I don't, she said, she was basically, she basically told me that I wasn't, for some reason I felt that other people don't experience what I experience or don't feel what I feel. And, uh, that, that's my, that's, that's why I was so sad essentially was because I, everything, nothing could ever really be communicated or shared in relationship because, because of, uh, I hate the word, but like you're an empath. No, it was just, it was, I just went through such a traumatic experience. Like it was so painful, this heartbreak, like this feeling of my insides crushing from the inside out, my whole worldview, my whole life, everything I thought I was dissipating. It was, that was the shock, but that was the result of that shock was like literally me disintegrating through months and months and months of like trying to grapple with, with an emotion, emotions that I just didn't, didn't know how to deal with. Yeah, and I would say just based off of what you shared is that that is a very positive thing. Oh yeah, now it is. Now it is. I mean, it was. It was like I. It, I, I yeah, and now it is. But, I'm, but I'm so, so I'm having those. I'm having that crushing character experience. Yeah, I had a crush. Yeah, I got I, like yeah. 
Peter got crushed. Yeah. Right? Like, when she says, this is done, I'm I'm out. Okay. And the cool part about that for me was, like, I just cared about her, you know? Like, I wanted the best for her. And if if her life experience would be better with someone else, then, like, I'm supportive of that. Regardless of me, like, I don't... That's okay. And, um, you know, I truly felt that, right? Like, it was painful. But here's what here's what was painful about it. It was the the pain hap- happens in me. And it's painful because of all the stuff I've made up about it. It's painful because it doesn't it doesn't go that way. Yeah, the external the- situation doesn't match up with what I've constructed internally. It doesn't play out. Yeah. And that's where the pain comes. And there's a lot, there's always a lot of pain with that because it's not, there's no matchup. Yeah, that was, that's interesting. The thing but that that's really, an illusion. It is. The thing that bothered me so much was that this per, the, whoever I was with or whoever, whenever I did anything, yeah. if somebody wasn't about what I was about, it like fucked with me. I didn't know how to deal with somebody being their own person. I didn't know how to have a real relationship. Right. I've never been with a real person. And I can't I can't do that because I can't I, I I have an inability to recognize myself. I have an inability to recognize my own human life. Right. I have an inability to recognize that I'm living my life and they're living their life. Yeah, and this that is yeah. Independently we've been given the gift of this experience, that we've been given the gift of this show. That we've been given the gift of the dash. And she's got her dash. And I've got my dash, and they're independent. They are completely independent dashes. They're not the same dash on the human level. And her dash is not my is not my business. That has nothing to do with me. And I got confused constantly because I thought her dash was my business. Right. You're making a mistake there. You don't need to take that job. I don't want to move to Atlanta. I want to move to D- Washington, D.C. Whatever, right? Like always putting my input in. Rather than expressing my maybe my opinion and making my stance on it, but then recognizing that I'm supportive and respectful of whatever she decides to choose, and then also taking ownership for my own choice. Mm. So, no, Peter, you did not have to move to Atlanta, Georgia. She did not drag you to Atlanta. You on your own dash move to Atlanta alongside her she didn't do it you did it that was your business you did that your feet moved your stuff was in that moving truck your name was on that plane ticket so let me ask you this then with your new point of view your no, your your new your new perspective yeah so so you're you're cultivating a relationship with how do I how do I say this it's it's almost as if what it seems to me that I see that you're able to do so well is cultivate a relationship with reality itself or th- or or the way things are that it, that that 
something or the way of the world or the universe has has its own plan for you and you're just there for it does that sound right yeah there's no plan though there's no plan though yeah i mean there's no there's no plan it 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 comes like for me it it comes down to like recognizing the the individuality of the human experience Okay, so honing in on the, the, the knowledge that you will always only ever truly be with this, whatever you, your... Yeah, it's, well, it's just the skin sack. It's your just skin this, sack. It's just this skin But also thing. The, the mind that interprets it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the awareness. Yeah, yeah. It's the individual human experience. And if I'm able to have it, then everyone else has got it. Right, right, right. And if I've got choices and I've got actions that I take, then so do they. Right. So so recognizing your own ability to to be the arbiter of your own experience, consciously accepting it, embracing it. Um, yeah. Recognizing tandem, it. Recognizing it in tandem yeah. gives everyone else permission to do the same thing. So the idea is like there's nothing I could say or do that would actually hurt your feelings. You could have your feelings hurt. Yeah. And what and what I'll say to you is by the end of the day, my feelings would not be hurt. Right. By the end of the day, before my head goes on my pillow, my feelings would not be hurt. <laughs> right. I would be completely okay because I would have looked at it. And right. I probably would have been laughing about how how serious I took that situation. Yep. You'd have laughed and learned something too. And then, you know what? Like, that's the thing. It's like, it's okay to have a, it's okay to, it's okay to have a reaction to something that hasn't been looked at before. You know, it's like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When, it's all part of the process. If I'm interested in, in, in taking a, uh, you know, a, a new woman out on a date. And a lady. Like, what? Sorry, I was, I was. A lady. A lady. Yeah, a lady in red. Um, a lady in red. But if, if I, if I go through the, the process and like dance with that and the number comes my way and like there's an opportunity you know, when I make a phone call and I ask, like, hey, let's grab dinner this week. What's your schedule like? And she says she's busy. Okay, cool. When's another time that would be more convenient? You know, I'd love to take you out. And she says, well, this weekend's bad for me. Right? Like, okay. You're clearly, you clearly gave me your phone number but you're not really interested and you're not suggesting any other time that would be, that you'd be available. You're not interested. Yeah. And you're not saying it. Yeah. So it's a passive way of saying, get the fuck off the phone, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like I made an error in giving you my number. I'm not interested in going on a date with you. Right. Right. So like now, am I going to have a feeling? (laughs) Am I going to have a feeling associated with that? Yeah, probably. Because before I made the call, I had an idea of taking her out. Right. And then, and then the actual experience didn't go that way. And so I'm going to have a re- an emotional reaction to it. It's fine. And I might say, like, God, you know, she, she's no good anyway. So blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> whatever, just stupid stuff. Uh-huh. But then I'll, I'll take a look at it, you know, before I go to bed and I'll go, oh, wow. You had an expectation on that thing, didn't you, Pete? And you thought it was going to go this way, and it went that way. So whose problem really is it? 
Ah, that's wow. my business. Wow. I didn't look. I I was asleep there on the wheel. She made a choice, and you got every right to make a choice. She didn't have, and I didn't have to make a phone call. So I, I called. Went one way. Wouldn't go my way. <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't her problem. That's my problem. Yeah. So. So then let me let me say then then what our goal is then because I think our our goals are I mean our our point of view and attitude is similar, but it's to not not live in my way but to live in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And it look it it's just a, like looking at it that way and taking that approach and having that awareness is just very helpful. Like it's just it's just a it, for me it's more of a preference. I enjoy that. Like and I enjoy finding the comedy in that. Yeah. Like I enjoy finding the comedy and how serious I took that situation, how serious I took that phone call, how seriously I wanted it to go my way. And then, you know, before I put my head on the pillow at night, like going through, you know, some evening questions and going, oh, my God. How fucking asleep were you there? Like you <laughs> you were seriously like hung up on that. Right. Like and. And then, you know what, like, maybe having the balls to take another crack at it, right? And, like, going back at it a different way with the same person. Or a different person. Or a different person, but, like, having fun with that. Yeah. And, like, saying, hey, what do I got to, what do I got to do here to get, to get a day? Like, how do I get on the schedule? having fun with it yeah yeah how does it like one of the yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the things i've said pr- before wake up the next day of new game new yeah day. one of the things i've said before when it comes to like like dating is uh and you know this is after a couple of rejections how does a guy get on the team <laughs> or how does a guy get on the court here like I, yeah. all i want to do is i just want to take you out like i want to i want to i want to get in the game like What's the guy got to do? <laughs> yeah, what do I got to do? Yeah. I'm, you tell you know, me. I'm, yeah. I'm willing to listen. Exactly. And then wait for the answer. <laughs> yeah. You know? And that persistence com- component, you know, it, and it's and going at it from that, that place, like, the other person knows it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I'm playing, like, they know I, wa- I want to do it. I want to experience, like, the date or I want to experience them yeah. some capacity. Yeah. And like I'm okay if she rejects me. Yeah. And see that's security. That's yeah, that's really good. That's being secure. Wow. You know? And like I've never been blocked. Like I've never had to have me either. Like, nobody's ever said, Hey, stop calling me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh well, I've had one. One. Yeah, but I no. was making an amends, and no, was... and I'm talking. I'm talking now. Like I had some oh, yeah. problems, like back in my my libation days. Oh, like yeah. I mean, I was blocked all the time. Like, <laughs> and you're in and Peter 2.0. <laughs> yeah, like in in sobriety and and living living the deal. Like, yeah, it's okay, right? Yeah, like, I've never been blocked either. And then and then con- on the other side of it too, like I've been able to say no, as well. Like yeah. I've been able to to make choices in my life where I didn't I'm secure enough and comfortable enough where I, I can say, you know what? Like, I'm not okay with that. Hmm. 
like I'm I'm not interested in experiencing that anymore. I don't say it that way, but you know, like you know it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move in this direction and like, hey, I I had to, I said this early a uh, couple years ago. I was dating someone and I it just got really intense. Like it was a really intense experience, and it wasn't something I was interested in. Um, and I said, look. I'm not I'm I'm not interested in having this experience anymore. Like I I think you're you're great and I I care about you but like I'm going to go in a different direction. And I I thank you for, you know, being a part of my life. How'd you take that? <laughs> well, it was not good. Like it <laughs> it it blew up, right? Yeah. Like it and I kept getting messages after messages after messages. You know, it was like yeah. I was reading like a Dostoevsky novel or something. It was just <laughs> It was just long. Yeah, 100%. Anna Karenina, right? Like, just, it was, that was Tolstoy, I think. But um, I was able to to say no, but I was able to recognize that that was her experience. And that it's, that it's not my job to comfort that. Did she ever say, how can you be so heartless? Yeah, a couple times. (laughs) And I, but, you know, it's like, I'm not being heartless here, like. I do yeah, care. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I, I am, but I'm making a choice. I'm making a declaration. <laughs> I can just imagine. I can just imagine. Uh, I got to find a charger because we're literally running out of juice here. Well, that's okay. I everything mean, around us is dying. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a great uh, episode, too. I mean, like, this has been, uh, this has been really enjoyable. Yeah. We've covered some good ground today. We did. I'm like every single time we do this, I always I'm, I'm I look forward to listening back just as much to as doing it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's very it's really a cool uh, it's a cool thing. All right, final thoughts. I'm gonna close this down. Final thoughts to wrap up the the EP two. Ep two, EP two, ep two, EP two, ep two, EP two, ep two. Life doesn't have to be a chore. It doesn't have to be a chore. It's not you, it's me. Yeah, you could go there too with it, for sure. Yeah. It's always me. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it can't it can't be anything but. <laughs> But it's all you. Yeah, I think in conclusion to just repeat Carl Jung's we quote. We should shine a light on, a light on. And a book I write on, right on, it was right on. We should shine a light on.
leave him astounded, asking me how you so fly, but you still so grounded. I replied, I died inside, resurrected a beast, leave him deceased. Music's in my jeans like a crease, gotta compete. Hungry as hell, trying to eat now. Success is the only thing that can complete us. Grinding the freest, the beat knocking like a fetus. Close your eyes, open up your ears so you can see this. Now I've accepted I'm not from the hood, cause I'm not cracking busting gas, don't make my raps good. See, this is me, hello GIC, repping MD to the fullest. Push us to the limit, but never pull us now. I can't wait till I see my name in neon. That fly shit I be on, flowing for eons. Every day I take chances, Celine Dion. Said every day I take chances, Celine Dion. Let's get I'm it. I'm a diamond in the rough, but I sound like disco. Surrounded by greasy people like I dance in Crisco. I haven't shy yet, tell me where does the risk go? Up a million percent until they finally hear this though. Bumping up in a city like, oh my god, disco. My business getting better every year like fiscal. Fuck a pad and a pen to mic, my only utensil. I'm a original C, but they trace like stencil. A stain in the game, but you fade like pencil. Biting off on my rhymes, that ain't even an insult. Cause you couldn't produce it in the end, it's just your fault. It takes three million years for a diamond to shine. I did it in 21, see, I'm ahead of my time. Cause when I flow, the crowd never wrote, cause I rock. On the road to success, haters in my blind spot. Cause I got no time to bullshit. We should shine.